This podcast is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton. What advice would you have for people listening about how they can try to bring some of these workplace practices into their work lives? Oh, I'm writing a book on that. Um, okay, I would say the two obvious ones are autonomy. So having a little bit more control, we know, is directly correlated with how we're going to feel about the day. So I don't call it flexibility anymore because there's a stigma around flexibility. For some people, not evolved people, but for some people, flexibility still has a negative stigma. So I call it autonomy. It's still so it's still can, uh, heard as zero sum. If you get yeah. flexibility, well, that means I get constraint. Exactly. And it mm-hmm. goes back to kind of what we the, the hour off, which is the ideal worker norm, which is you're only awesome if you're available and working all the time, mm-hmm. right? Um, which is even though we've seen in the data that's not true, we still have this myth, right? Mm-hmm. So, so we ignore the word flexibility and we use the word autonomy. And I, my first recommendation for anyone is to negotiate for what you need. And if that is, you know, less commuting or if that is, um, you know, more time off, or whatever it is that's your oxygen mask first, um, to just ask for it. And you can ask for it in a trial. The most successful um, people I've coached on this, if they say, can I try this for a month, Mm -hmm. it's much easier for the manager to say yes because they're not saying yes to something forever. Of course, yeah. That's what I've been uh, advising people to do in in the total leadership approach. It's the essence of it, and it's the most powerful piece of it. To call these trials, I call them experiments, it really yeah. lowers the resistance and it helps everyone to say, well, we're just going to see how this works. And if it doesn't, we can go back to the way things were or we can try something different. Exactly. So I, I like to try something different. But yes, that's exactly right. So the first is, is taking care of yourself because mm-hmm. if you don't have oxygen mask first, it's really hard to be awesome. Then the second um, is how to have a conversation with whatever your team is. It doesn't matter if you're in charge of the team, Mm -hmm. if you're the most junior person on the team, if you're the remote person on the team, I would say, you know, ignore that voice in your head that your voice doesn't matter. If you are on a team, you have a voice. (laughs) And to use that voice to ask questions about how might we, right, that's my favorite design thinking question, Mm -hmm. how might we support our best work and support our best lives understanding design constraints. And so this is where they could pull mm-hmm. on, De- um, on Leslie Perlow's research, which is actually if we support each other in how we both, you know, have constraints on our work, it will improve our lives. That might be no meeting Wednesday. That might mm-hmm. be no emails mm-hmm. after 6 p.m. That might be no weekend emails. It can be any experiment. And I did some of these experiments with Dr. Perlow. Um, and different teams have different norms. And so you know, one might work for another and, and, and not work for a global team. Or, mm-hmm. you know, there's lots of reasons. But if we don't include the team, it doesn't matter how evolved you are as a single individual. If you are part of a team that has really toxic behaviors, you know, we know we're the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So it's just going to be hard. So yeah, you know, and- oxygen mask first and then, and then involve the team. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.